Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Daily. Dot com. Dot com. Nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Jury Daily Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young. But you want to know what? Just as we're all sitting here, you know, you can call me Jury. You ever forget uh, that you're doing stuff? Man, it's one of these things, man, you get older and next thing you know, you just, uh, not everything lines up the same way you, you, you might have done when you were a kid. I mean, I guess I wonder if is it just our, our brains are, are getting worse or uh, maybe we're just doing too much shit. You know, when you're a kid, everything seems like it takes forever. I remember some summers, like there are decades that now seem shorter than how long it felt like a summer between or like or a school year was like the time between summers. Like, I, I swear to God. The aughts felt like they took shorter than seventh grade. Sometimes you forget stuff, though. You know, like uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow forgot the fact that she was in Spider-Man. <laughs> now I know. I don't know. Where are we at on Gwyneth Paltrow? I know a lot of people like don't like her because of uh, the goop thing. Like she sells jade eggs for ladies to shove up their vaginas so they can, I don't know, get powers, magic powers. If you, all right, ladies, email in. Like, or men, if you, a jade egg kept up yourself, up your butt or vagina to give you special powers. Like I'd say, but it actually did it. It wasn't like some bullshit like one of the Paltrow cells. Like it was an actual thing. Like you would have iron fist powers. Let's keep it with iron fist. You could punch people really hard and your fist would glow and you could knock somebody out and, and you could have that. But only when the jade egg was kept ensconced within your folds. And, and that not even... No love handles. I'm talking about in the butt. Let's keep it in the butt because everyone's got a butt. A jade egg up your butt. All right. This is a weird setup to hear uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow not remembering that she was in Spider-Man. So here's the story. John Favreau is doing this like cooking show and Gwyneth Paltrow is on it. Here's the here's here's what happens. What is this TV show for? We don't Nobody know. Knows. You don't know. We don't really know. It's like we, I started just filming. We were actually doing it when we were filming Spider-Man. That was the first time. We just brought a film crew with us down to Atlanta, and we cooked at the Optimus. Spider-Man? Well, yeah, we were in Spider-Man together. Remember we were on Spider-Man? We yeah. weren't in Spider-Man. Yes we, yes, we were. 
Homecoming. You were in Spider-Man. No. Yeah. I was in Avengers. No, you Avengers. were in Spider-Man also. It's what? become. Remember Spider-Man at the end, and and the and and Tom Holland's there, and you're gonna walk out and do a press conference. I give oh, you the ring. Yes. That was Spider-Man. That was Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my god. So I mean. That's pretty funny and charming, right? Like, that's a fun thing. But I'll bet you some people will even just be like, she fucking sells jade eggs. Get this jade egg. I I wanted to say whore. I I was watching too many Norm MacDonald clips. I also fell down a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole watching Pootie Tang clips. Pootie Tang was a very funny movie. I would highly recommend everybody going to watch Pootie Tang. Sadate. All right. There's, uh, people are really into the vegan food these days, specifically the replacement meats, the Beyond Burger, the Impossible Burger. Feels like, uh, out here, it's, it's obviously, you know, you get a lot more of the froofy kind of shit, but, uh, you know, I feel like it's kind of taken off in a lot of places. There's a lot of different, uh, people who just don't want to eat as much meat. So, Burger King is apparently looking to seize on this in a major way. They want to take impossible burger whoppers nationwide. And I think they're going to be pretty popular, to be totally honest with you. But here's uh, how you know that the trend continues to roll. Here's the headline. New York City Burger King has been passing off beef as impossible whoppers. (laughs) Uh, we read now from a takeout.com article. People abstain from meat for plenty of reasons, ethical, dietary, religious. And for many, this choice is a serious one. This makes this news of a Burger King in Brooklyn, which admits to serving regular beef burgers to customers who had ordered the vegan Impossible Whopper more than a mere mix-up. Eater reports that the Burger King at 736 Broadway in Brooklyn has for weeks been filling seamless delivery orders for impossible Whoppers with regular Whoppers, asking the seamless driver to inform the customer of the switch. But according to customers who spoke to Eater, drivers had not informed them of the substitution and their receipts read impossible Whopper. The impossible Whopper is only available in select cities and New York is not one of them, despite what the seamless versions of the BK's menu advertised. We have recently become aware that due to a technology error, one of our franchises incorrectly listed the Impossible Whopper as a menu item available at some New York area restaurants through two third-party delivery platforms, a Burger King spokesperson told the takeout. The issue has been corrected and the item is no longer listed as an option until we officially bring the Impossible Whopper to New York. We apologize for any confusion. Now, here's uh, uh, there had to be somebody who was really pissed off. I will tell you, as somebody who has eaten both the Impossible Burger and a Whopper, I've not had yet an Impossible Whopper. It's pretty clear just by looking at them. Like, an Impossible Burger doesn't look exactly like a beef patty. This is some mean shit, though. 
Like sometimes it's it's hard. It's hard to get uh uh you know what you want. Like Ashley will get stuff and and it'll have meat or cheese or stuff on it. I mean, hell, I have a hard time. I got this man. They had this place right around the corner from me that was just awesome. It was a, a great thing. They had a great little fried chicken sandwich. But I swear to God, dude, they have on there on the fried chicken sandwich. It's like a li- all that's listed on there: fried chicken, bun, and then slaw, their own like coleslaw kind of shit, right? So I'm like, all right, hey, this coleslaw, is it mayonnaise And she's like, ah, a little bit. That's always a, a, a weird question for me to ask, though, because I'm, I'm never sure from their perspective what they want me, or I don't think they know what the correct answer is. <laughs> so I'm always more like, okay, just tell me, because I, I don't want them to, sh- to like, I'm going to buy this sandwich. I just want to know whether or not I'm I'm putting your slaw on it. If it's more of a vinegar slaw, then I'm going to put it on. If it's a fucking mayonnaise slaw, I don't want it on my goddamn sandwich because guess what I really don't want? The operative word here is mayonnaise. I just don't like it. So I'm like, look, slaw on the side. She's like, dope. I get the goddamn sandwich. And like, I don't know if it was some kind of aioli. It was, it wound up being like a vegan aioli. So it wasn't the worst. But I'm like, come on. How is that not even on there? We're going to put some weird aioli on the sandwich. And pickles too, but pickles, I don't care. Uh, But like, they don't even list it. You got to list that shit. Now, if I had ordered the fried chicken sandwich and instead I was given a gigantic thing of mayonnaise. Uh, like like these vegan Whopper people did, uh, they got exactly what they didn't want. They're going out of their way to order a thing, and they're getting the the opposite. Boy, I'd be steamed. Steamed hams? You call hamburgers steamed hams? Yes. You can go ahead and email me right here on this show. Jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Our first email comes from a man named Chris. I'm a 52-year-old white guy who spent most most of his childhood growing up in northern Delaware. Around the neighborhood, we played a game handed down from our older brothers called Smear the Queer. I I swear to God, we, 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 people need to stop writing in about this. I feel so uncomfortable just saying the name. It took inspiration from American gridiron football rather than dodgeball. Uh, if you were lucky to have a neighbor without a yard fenced in that usually gave you two yards to try to outrun people. The idea was if you could run the field to some imaginary end zone you scored, then it was someone else's turn. When you weren't the runner, a.k.a. the queer, then you were trying to tackle the runner, usually with a complete dog pile of people trying to crush the life out of the runner. God help us all if any of our big brothers joined in. I was the youngest of nine, and most of them brothers uh, did join in pretty often. If it helps, I'm white. Oh, wait, I did that already. 
Yeah, man. People love playing this game, apparently. Alex writes, Growing up in uh, Wisconsin in the 90s, I knew Butts Up as an extracurricular soccer game. A group of people would uh, form a circle and juggle a soccer ball like a game of hacky sack. The person who was responsible for letting the ball touch the ground was the loser, and as punishment, the loser had to stand in front of a wall, bent over with their butt in the air. The remaining players would then each take turns kicking the soccer ball, usually as hard as they could, at the loser's butt, typically for the same distance that a penalty kick uh, or, or shootout would happen. I always avoided playing butts up whenever possible, and the coaches seemed to look away because, let's face it, it was a form of hazing. Well, having never heard of butts up, let alone this smearing game, uh, I, I am I'm now more. You guys made me agree. It took a week, but you made me agree with this. Uh, uh, you know, dodgeball is psychological torture thing. And finally, Thomas writes, I've never heard of red ass or butts up, but it did remind me of a game that my friends made up briefly. After completely burning ourselves out of the Egyptian rat screw, we created the can game. It was a combination of hungry, hungry hippos and pinball. Six people sat at one of our lunchrooms, hexagonal, hexagonal tables. Forearms had to stay on the table like pinball flippers. The crushed soda can was then tossed in the middle with the goal being to hit it past somebody off the table. Blood was drawn on more than one occasion. Now that's a game. That's a hell of a game right there. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and uh, send me your thoughts about whether or not you would put a jade egg up your butt if you got iron fist powers uh, to jurydaily at gmail.com. I want to thank our producers, the Jen, PD Rave, Not Specific Rock and Roll, Martian, Joe Acosta, Will, James, the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. You can email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jurydiscord. I want to thank Open Bayou for getting us the jury story for today. Until tomorrow, friends, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, until next time. Please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. And please don't Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>